Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam of Wrestling. Myself, Supreet, and this is your AEW Dynamite review for May 12, 2021. Joined by Abhishek Anijaye. What's up, baby? Absolutely fine, Supreet. How about you? I'm hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. So we had bl- blood and guts last week. Uh, before we get mm. into Dynamite this week, I want to get your uh, small thoughts on blood and guts. The whole, you know. Controversy with the you know finish. What do you think about it? Uh, I have only seen the match from last week. I have not seen the whole show yet. Uh, with regards to the controversy, uh, the thing is, I have also uh, you know said about the same thing in the past. Uh, you would remember that there was a spot. with regards to sammy guevara and matt hardy there was a match which uh, you know took them uh, to the backstage and they uh, came to the stage and they uh, you know went up and matt hardy took the fall from the scaffolding and he you know the place where he took the fall that also was quite reminiscent of what happened at blood and guts it didn't look good you know it was very you know apparent that it was uh, you can say very cushioned or it uh, took the illusion away from the fans that it hurt you know back in the attitude era there were a lot of falls from 20 feet or maybe 15 feet or whatever so but the fact was that uh, you know us uh, when we were kids uh, you know we thought that it was fucking real that he took that fall and uh, fucking that it hurt quite badly and he would be out of action you know indefinitely so there was an illusion they you know you can say uh they make up uh, you know that is not uh, you know a very good word but they make up that space you know so well the wwe that it didn't even uh, you know entered our brains that it was fake or it didn't hurt at all but what we saw at blood and guts the you know the cardboard uh you know uh, we saw that the cardboard shit it it was very apparent so aw yes understandable it is a new company and you know stuff like that but they need to work on this stuff it also happened with sami gavara matt hardy and it also happened this time so they need to work on their production there you know whatever you want to call that and camera angles yes they need to work on that so, or else uh, you know it takes away the fans from that illusion that uh, you know it is real or it is fake or the whole storyline and what they were trying to sell that what is happening you know <clears throat> it took away it took us away and you know jericho uh, you know appeared this week on dynamite after that fall 
because it was apparent that it didn't hurt you know probably as much as it should have so you know it was not very uh, you know probably you know hurting us as fans too that you know uh, it didn't hurt quite as much as it should have from that fall from the top of the cage uh, what was your opinion regarding that uh first of all i you know uh, the match was good uh, and then i would uh, also you know in regards to modern day war games i would put that on number 2 i guess and uh, yeah uh, I, I, like almost everyone they has a, the same opinion regarding you know the finish could have been done better you know and the aw you know needs to you know start being really professional when it comes to these type of situation hmm. but yes. other than uh, that man uh, the other positive thing that's going around with aw is that fans are coming back and we are getting full crowd now yes yes absolutely that is a good thing uh, that is also probably one of the things that uh, you know probably is driving probably the fans away that same building and you know probably the same crowd and you know same aesthetic even if uh, you are uh, you know putting the matches out probably for uh, the sake of you know keeping the fans hooked you know stadium stampede or you know blood and guts on free television probably it should have been on a pay per view some people were saying that you could have you know uh, stretched it a while the storyline and you could have had that on a pay per view or maybe in front of the fans but uh, probably but you know it is what it is but yes i am absolutely stoked for you know the fans coming in and you know the atmosphere which aw had pre lockdown you know that was fucking impeccable and i am excited for it absolutely so let's talk about this week's dynamite man three title matches and uh man the whole you know show was great you could say to some extent there were you know some negative parts in this week's episode too yes uh, i really enjoyed this week show uh, many said that it uh, you know it looked or probably they experienced it as much that it uh, you know felt a lot longer than it probably was but the fact was yes uh, it was a very entertaining show So on this week's card we had a IWGP United States Championship match John Moxley versus Yuji Nagara uh, we had the AW World Tag Team title match between the Young Bucks and SCU uh, so the pinnacle there a little coronation uh, Orange Cassidy versus Pack so this was regarding the World Championship situation and in the main event we had the TNT Championship match Darby Allin defending the title against Miro and so much more but before that if you are new to this channel then make sure to like share subscribe do all that fun stuff uh, you can check out our previous content uh, everything you will uh, you need will be in the description below 
So let's start from the top, man. Dynamite. Uh, so they kicked off with the IWGP United States Championship match. It was John Moxley defending the title against Yuji Nagata. So you know, commentators were you know mentioning that uh, this is uh, I think this was uh, the last time you know Nagata appeared on TNT was twenty twenty three years ago something like that. So you know they gave Nagata a grand entrance. So Moxley. He came out to some, you know, nineties uh, or eighties kind of type of music called Wild Things. Mm-hmm. It looks like, yes. looks like Tony Khan has an obsession with you know old school music. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I guess I, uh, you know, saw a tweet that it was probably an homage to Onita. So I did not know uh, what. Uh, you know, is it referring to what uh, probably you would be knowing better than me uh, with regards to that. I think I will, I will, it will take some time for me to get used to this because I didn't mind the, you mm-hmm. know, OG uh, AW theme for Moxley. I didn't mind it too. I, I like the uh, New Japan theme better. But, you know, AW's uh, theme was, you know, as much as it was also good. But this one is a little different. Probably, uh, you know, it is with regards to his new character that now he is a dad. And it is something, uh, you know, now he is a, uh, you know, he is in a tag team with Eddie Kingston. And there is a shift of a mindset that now he is not, uh, you know, an individual, uh, you know, a rattlesnake sort of a personality. And now it is a di- different perspective, perspective towards the business. So that, uh, you know, probably would resonate more with that character. Let's see, you know. So, uh... I think this was a short, but, you know, good match. Uh, Nagata can still go. So, the you know, uh, if you want to go through the backstory, so it was actually John Moxley who challenged Yuji Nagata to this match. So, what do you think about this match, Abhi? And what was your, you know, I think this was your first time seeing Yuji Nagata. Yes, it was the first time. Uh, there was a story with regards to this match that uh, also, you know, probably... Tony Khan mentioned this on, uh, you know, Busted Open uh, recently that uh, this match was initially booked for New Japan uh, Strong. But, you know, he talked to Rocky Romero, who was also, you know, present in the crowd that, uh, you know, he got, uh, you know, he talked to New Japan officials too. And he got that match for Dynamite. Uh, the singles match. So then uh, New Japan Strong got, uh, I guess it was a six-man tag which happened recently, uh, you know, in the past week. So that happened. And other than that, you know, it this match, I could say that it was a feel-good dream match. And, uh, you know, it was what it was. It was a, a feel-good dream match. And uh, you can say that People were, you know, wanting to 
watch this match absolutely and what i saw that it uh, you know moxley took a different approach that it was a slow methodical pace to the match similar to what his opponent is uh, you know that is yuji nagata he is also uh, you know using in his matches there was a lot of brawling less of you know uh, moves the wrestling more of the kicks and uh, you know the brawling the you know the strong style uh, you know they were trying to you know pump each other up and they were trying to you know establish that who is the alpha in this uh, ring so it was what it was and in the end it was a competitive back and forth and in the end you know john moxley won with the death rider so it was a good match not at all uh, you know you can say it was a fantastic uh, out of the you know world but yes it was not also a bad match no absolutely not and it was you a know- good match and you know people may be wondering uh, if we are getting uh, no uh, why are we getting you know guys like yuji nagata and kenta where are the you know big guys like you know tanahashi mm. where is the naito ibushi okada so you mm. know there are two things that is stopping uh, from getting into that situation number one you know they are once again you know going back to you know the whole country into the you know lockdown or somewhat like and uh, Uh, number two is that if they you know uh, do get you know some new japan talents the, the reason uh, is that you know they want new japan wants to keep you know the main eventers uh, in japan because if you are if new japan is running a show so they want you know the big names to sell uh, sell tickets so that's the one of the reason you know that they are not sending the big guys over to the states uh, as of now Hmm. Yes, completely understandable, and also you could uh, probably say that uh, yes, absolutely the travel restrictions, as you said, and probably if uh, they are to send uh, any of those people, uh, they would not send them in one go. Absolutely not. Probably one or two, uh, as you have seen, you know, right now that uh, you know it is. with uh, you know in succession and also there is this thing that it should mean something you know one off matches absolutely it is agreeable but the fact is when you are sending your you know main event people it should mean something and also the aw people they would also not want the you know main event talent of new japan coming in and not mean something at all it uh, they coming in for a one off they should come in and there should be a storyline and it should mean something and it should be in front of fans that they get the reaction they uh, you know get the revenue they get the ratings and they uh, you know they get the publicity with the wrestling media and Uh, you know stuff like that it should mean something if okada comes in and he does a one off what does it matter 
you know, one off, it doesn't matter if he stays in and there is a story, stuff like that, you know, he comes in, uh, you know, for the AW World Championship with regards to Kenny Omega and there is a story, stuff like that. And Kenny Omega has the young bucks. He has the uh, good brothers. He has Don Callis. And on the other side, there is the baby face, Kazuchika Okada. And there is a story behind it. It goes on for two, three pay-per-views. And then Okada finally dethrones him and, you know, stuff like that. So there is a story and it goes on. That gets the fans invested and that you know, creates the buzz and that probably, you know, gets also new fans to come in. That what the fuck is happening and it is great and, you know, there is storytelling and it is great wrestling. So that would probably get, uh, you know, that would probably be more beneficial for both the companies. That it also gets New Japan publicity in the United States and worldwide and also AW. So that would probably be a more you know, better scenario rather than having a one-off just for the sake of it that, you know, get Okada. You know, we want Okada. We want the ratings. You know, short term would be bad. Getting him, getting the storyline, building a, you know, long-term, you know, story, a program, that would be a lot better. And, you know, you talked about publicity and uh, I want to say New Japan, you know, the current New Japan product definitely needs publicity, you know, because uh, you, you talk about NXT, you can also include a New Japan in there, you know, because these guys really are, uh, really got a big hit, uh, really got affected due to this whole pandemic. And, you know, the, you need to, uh, you know, uh, uh, what you can say bring back those you know western fans back to the product mm, yes absolutely it has affected them and uh, you know they are not getting right now chris jericho john moxley and after the departure of the elite yes they have been affected and this lockdown has also affected them absolutely as you said don't they don't, need don't, them. don't forget the booking don't forget the booking Yes, absolutely. So, yes, they need them. All the, you know, companies need each other so that they, uh, you know, create compelling programming that gets the fan uh, invested in, you know, professional wrestling as a whole. So it is great. Even I, uh, you know, you must have heard the rumors as well with regards to WWE working with the MLW. So will it happen? Will it not? Or will it go the way as, you know, Evolve, ECW or the other people, you know, uh, met their fate? So probably MLW would also be, you know, very, uh, you can say, uh, think twice or thrice, probably working with, uh, WWE so there's that but yes it is compelling programming absolutely MLW has phenomenal talent and you know WWE would benefit as well in MLW too so what happens in that space uh, you know it is great for the wrestling fans but 
what happens to the said companies <laughs> let's see so let's get to cody road so this guy had a you know uh within lot is wasn't the news a lot you know created a somewhat of a controversy with the promo he did so it was you know regarding anthony ogogo so what happened was you know after he beat qt marshall last week so ogogo cheap shotted him and you know uh yeah, what uh, he buried him with the union jack flag something like that so mm-hmm. on this week's edition you know they had cody roads cutting out uh, cutting a promo on anthony ogogo so yeah, the promo was you know good but the problem was he was mentioning countries he was you know mentioning mm-hmm. racism etc and this all led to you know him challenging ago at double or nothing and you know this promo offended a lot of people so what you think about this promo and was it too much uh, how did it offend uh, people uh, you know can you explain a little little bit because i what i saw in the you know tweets that was only you know people shitting on it that uh, you know it was bad and you know uh, this stuff was probably you know <clears throat> done in the 80s or 90s only that uh, you know what comments you know you saw with regards to people being offended first of uh, let me tell you regarding my point of view so mm-hmm. i am not into politics and stuff i know i thought this was a, you know you are a typical great cody promo but you know mm. the uh, topic uh, regarding he was cutting a promo i think no, lot, not of the no, not many you know didn't like that and uh, mm-hmm. many people mm-hmm. felt it was not necessary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably but the thing is that he was uh, you know trying to sell the you know the match so how can he do that how can he make the fans invested so it is up to him you know what things can he you know touch so as to make the fans invested and the things that are relevant to the said storyline the said topic so you said racism probably yes it is a thing of the you know past uh, with regards to you know united states and that is also a you can say a topic which was recently in the news with regards to uh, you know george floyd so he could uh, you know table into that and also it is with regards to his own life that it is with his wife and uh, you know his kid and also you know he took to england and the patriotism and the visa stuff and how anthony has been in the united states and he has been you know earning his shit here in uh, in the united states so he took all of that and he you know said all of that probably i would agree as you said that uh, the american people would understand this uh, and would resonate with this promo a lot better than us 
because we are here from india so we would not uh, you know be as much invested in this story or probably what cody said but yes the sentiment and the way he was saying yes it was passionate and understandable that it was a typical yes cody promo that is uh, you know fantastic in its own way understandable so yes now he has taken the persona of the american dream uh, bestowed upon him by his father and uh, for only this match i expect and they are dubbing it as the american dream versus the olympic bronze medalist and you know i have heard rumors that probably kurt angle is coming in so i can expect that probably kurt angle could also be you know uh, dabbling in in the storyline in the near future so but i won't know uh i don't see uh, as a one of uh, the thing is that uh, he would be joining aw and cody would be losing this match against anthony ogogo and the guy who would be beating anthony ogogo finally to you can say maintain the prestige of the united states of america would be kurt angle and it would not bury anthony ogogo as much because he lost to an olympic gold medalist and also to a guy who is a legend in professional wrestling and he also got an opportunity to wrestle a legend so it would not bury him as much and there's that so probably that I think, is what i think I, i think kurt angle is not needed right now in aw you know because we got paul white we got christian cage and i think mm. i think the christian cage you know announcement you know uh didn't no majority of the people weren't into that announcement so i say you know aw should know stop for now you know into getting the big names especially the legends mm-hmm. stop for uh, mm-hmm. uh, they should hold for now unless it's a daniel bryan or a samojo they should be <laughs> going after they shouldn't be going after you know uh, part timers or legends for the said story i do not see it uh, probably any other way and with regards to the people you just mentioned probably they are also you know uh coming in uh you know to so, aw and uh, you know let's see probably the second show would be announced very soon because they have to give tv time to all the said you know talents so let's see so let's get into the you know aw world tag team championship match young bucks versus scu so the stipulation here was that if scu lost then uh, they are done as a tag team so we had a video package you know showing the history between these two teams young bucks and scu uh the match i think it was great uh, and i could say you know it was the best young bucks match since uh, the ftr one uh, from full gear what do you think 
I would absolutely agree with you. This was the best young uh, young bucks match uh, in the recent uh, time. Probably better than the FTR match. Probably, you know, uh, there was a sense of urgency. They weren't, uh, you know, fucking around. They there was a sense of energy. There was a sense of focus, and uh, even the things they were doing, you know, it didn't feel like they were doing it for the sake of it. That you know. Uh, there is a mindset. Probably that also, you know, resonates with the fans, and that also, you know, comes through. That what we are doing right now, this doesn't matter. So we are just here to enjoy ourselves. You know, in the past matches which we have seen on TV, you know, I am not talking about their character. Absolutely not. their energy their focus that also gets to the people if not you but uh, the people who are watching the review right now but it got to me and i have seen their energy when they are you know executing the super kicks and you know anything and everything there was a sense of uh, urgency energy and everything they were doing they made it uh, you know relevant and they made it a thing with regard to the match that it means something it means something and they have to make sure that they win so that is what you know if they do with regards to all their matches even a little bit even a little you know back to what they did in this match Uh, you know you can call them the you know quote and quote best tag team in the world or you know a great tag team you know what they did in this match absolutely phenomenal it was a great match i absolutely enjoyed this match there was uh, nothing i could say that that was uh, you know bad the spot with regards to you know the rick flair shawn michaels uh, you know stuff that they did yes absolutely you know that stuff took me back to their bte skits that they did in the uh, you know in the you can say the past the distant past the things which they said in their skits that took there and i laughed out loud but that was a very urgent uh, you know shit this super kick did and the super kick also had the energy and they took the pain and it didn't go as uh, as well absolutely not but it took their it was their character absolutely it you know i could say anything less but the fact was it was very well done kasarian uh, you know with his lariats with his you know offense it it looked like you know he was there to win and it was a fight it you know it was hard hitting action for him competitive back and forth kazarian looked absolutely great uh, in this match and you know there was a spot with regards to you can say a double pin 
by Kazarian that he was trying to, you know, pin one of the uh, young bucks and then, you know, the other one came from the top rope and then he pinned the other one too. And, you know, then also the match didn't, you know, end. Uh, it was a great match. And lastly, with regards to the bleeding spot, that was also, you know, done absolutely right. Uh, probably we would see much more of such spots uh, after what we saw last week in Blood and Guts. Uh, I think uh, that that shit, the bleeding shit, you know, gets the fans invested more. That it is a fight that there is a sense of urgency and it takes us to the story. Uh, very well, uh, you know, reminiscent of the Attitude Era and the Ruthless Aggression Era. We saw many of uh, the matches which had bleeding and, you know, it took us, uh, you know, in the story and it looked like a fight. It didn't have only, you know, flips and, you know, routines. It had bleeding. It had you know, us, you know, uh, invested that there is a fight happening. So it also draws the casual fans. So probably if there is such matches or here and there, which has bleeding sports or, you know, with, with, wherever there is required. So probably that would get the fans invested to and probably more fans can come in. WWE has, you know, completely, you know, have uh, done with the pleading. So their audience has been dropping consistently overall. You know, not talking about SmackDown and Fox, but overall from the past years. Uh, but stuff like this, it could get uh, new fans and that is the need of the R for AW because their fans uh, and their fan base has been stagnated. So probably it could get more fans to tune in to their product. So there could be that stuff. And with regards to you, what did you think about, uh, you know, overall this match? Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, the match was great. Uh, best Young Bucks match in a long time. And uh, it was a perfect TV match. And, you know, it was so great. I would have put this on double or nothing. Absolutely. I would agree. Absolutely. Instead of King Kingston and Moxley, I would have put uh, SEO versus the Bucks. And you could have made an even better build for this match. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they should have. They should have. But uh, they didn't. Why? Uh, that is up to you know Tony Khan and you know and probably they went out these two teams and they made sure that you know the Booker takes that into consideration that I should have booked this on double of uh, double or nothing rather than on television. And I should have invested more in the storyline. Because I, you know, I suspect that after that, you know, the moonsault, you know, 
debacle of uh, you know christopher daniels probably you know the whole company has lost faith in him probably and he he also you know kind of i, I don't know if it was intentional or not he you know tripped on the first attempt of the you know moonsault in this match but he got the second time which was great and you know you talked yes. about you know you talked about the you know the wrestlemania 24 you know recreation from matt jackson there was another hilarious spot you know when you know they introduced the cold spray you know mm-hmm. and don callis on commentary said ah that will stop the bleeding <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> great that was brilliant <laughs> he has been brilliant so you know uh, at the end bucks beat scu scu is done now so they quickly you know go into this backstage segment involving you know eddie kingston and john moxley you know they were messing up the elite uh, locker room and i think this this you know was a little unnecessary because you know uh, i th- i think it took away from scu's moment you know mm. yes So, but I would you know, agree absolutely. Yeah, I think they had to, you know, give this them some extra time, you know, that 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 they are done as a tag team, and especially considering that uh, Christopher Daniels uh, is officially retired in somewhat. Hmm. Probably. But they uh, should have, but probably the uh, you know the bookers think that people don't give a flying fuck. but uh, yeah so after moxley and kingston messed up the elite's locker room so the elite would get there so they are not happy carl anderson is saying that uh, this is the place where they praise the lord <laughs> so uh, we had the bucks so uh, they uh, issued a challenge to you know uh, kingston and moxley at double or nothing and uh, they also issued a challenge to varsity blondes uh saying that they will be putting the tag titles on the line um so what do you think about you know this up- upcoming match next week with the varsity blondes and are they number one in the tag team rankings i i think not probably uh, the number one were scu uh now probably they were number two or probably not but the only uh, you know explanation i could think of is probably they are number 2 or probably you know varsity blondes uh, you know got the shot because of the recent uh, dark side you know episode featuring brian film uh, you know the brian filmen story so probably they are trying to get uh, you know some momentum behind uh, you know brian pelman junior and you know probably they could build the guy or you know anything you know uh, they could get ratings or probably they could get the story or stuff like that so nonetheless you know get some heat on the bucks and you know probably get uh, sympathy more sympathy on uh, pelman junior So that's that. Uh, uh, before we get into the coronation of the pinnacle, uh, we had you know Hangman Page being interviewed. So he was with the mm-hmm. Dark Order. So they 
page was you know talking about you know uh, dropping in the uh, men's uh, world championship rankings so he was talking about team taz uh, also talking about brian cage so he wants you know to face page again and see if brian uh, sorry uh, he want to see if cage. brian oof <laughs> he want to see if brian cage can beat him fair and square this time so he challenged uh, brian cage to a match at double or nothing so uh, i don't know if they you know uh, really want if the you know the paper use spot was really necessary i would i could have seen this on a random dynamite but what you think about putting it on a dynamite is it you know that uh, hangman page is a big star and they don't want him off the paper yes absolutely agreed uh, that would be the reason and probably take one back you know for hangman page so as to you know balance the you know the things that yes brian cage won you know the first meeting and now hangman page is getting one back so as to you know balance the odds that yes you know neither uh, the both the guys are you know uh, good in their own way so Let's see. And you know, you also have Ricky Stark. So this poor fellow did injure his neck in that you know uh, German suplex all that weeks ago. So uh, that match uh, happened on Dynamite, if I'm not wrong. Yep. So you know, there could be. I am not. Uh, that just uh, you know hit my mind. There could be a reason. You know, uh, this that. you know brian cage won that match uh, because you know hangman page was probably punished for you know the said thing which you probably just mentioned i don't think they so will punish they, i don't think they will punish hangman page yes i, I also do, do not think that yes he is a you know uh, one of the biggest stars of the promotion but the fact is that what is the you know explanation that they were building him and he was the number one rank guy and stuff like that and they, now they have just you know got him away we were also expecting that there would have been you know kenny omega versus you know hangman page at double or nothing or you know the pay per view and now we are getting fucking uh, you know a triple threat but you know and that also looks very you know uh, out of the you know blue we'll get to that we'll get to that and but uh, at hmm. the end of the day you know everything is making sense i think they really want yes. you know to hold off page versus omega so i think they want to do it uh, in the next paper or something like that yes we also talked about that, that they should stretch that as long as possible so probably whatever happened you know it it was for the best so uh that was uh, regarding page versus brian cage for double or nothing so let's get to the pinnacle so you know they were uh, celebrating in the ring so they had you know uh is so they had you know the uh, sorry the pinnacle as i was saying the inner circle so they they had the pinnacle coming out with you know, a bunch of ladies so we had tully blanchard gifting all the members you know a uh, brand new watches i think it was rolex 
uh so uh on one hand you know we had mjf he had a crown uh so he was he was cutting a promo uh on the other hand you know we had wardlow so he was busy you know talking to the ladies uh so mjf was talking about that he is the you know taken jericho's uh, top spot uh, he is the demigod etc so uh, we would see you know the inner circle uh, we had jericho we had Ortiz, Hager, Guevara. So they came out, you know, in a trailer of somewhat attached to a golf cart. So yes. uh, Jericho was kind of selling, you know, the uh, quote-unquote injuries from blood and guts. He had, a, you know, a giant, uh, oh, what is it? A vest or a... Cast. Yes. It was a giant cast. So they came out in this trailer. So they want another rematch, you know, uh that uh, they want to finally beat take out uh, the pinnacle so mjf was not interested uh, before that uh, there is another thing is that uh, mjf actually you know got uh, santana quote unquote arrested arrested or detained because you know he was trying to use a pitchfork in that blood and guts match so uh, in a circle so they want a rematch so mj wasn't interested and was denying it so jericho you know uh, so it was the trailer that he came and was actually you know filled with bubbly so you know they sprayed the bubbly into the ring how or- how original is this right <laughs> so they sprayed the bubbly all over the pinnacle members so finally mj accepted you know the rematch and said it's going to be happening at double or nothing and it's going to be stadium stampede uh, mm. but uh, he also noted that it's not going to be any comedy shit like last year and there is also a stipulation if pinnacle beat inner circle again then inner circle is done for good so uh, we have to we still have to wait uh, from the response from jericho so there you go uh do you think uh, i got two questions for you did we really needed a rematch between these two factions and uh, if yes should i should uh, a setting like stadium stampede will fit this did we need a match uh, i don't think so but the fact is that you have to conclude the story and to conclude a story you know the baby faces have to win so there have to be a match where the inner circle wins and you know it you know closes the set you know story so it would have happened any other way and with regards to you saying that uh, you know was the stipulation required stadium stampede absolutely not absolutely not but you know they are doing it for the sake of it you know getting the you know fans hooked or keeping the fans hooked uh, you know someone you know probably cornet said that uh, you know they are doing this shit you know their ratings go up when they you know get a celebrity or probably you know book a stadium a stadium stampede or you know uh, blood and guts their ratings go up and then they you know slightly go down so they have to you know book their shows 
a lot better and you know book in such a way or probably you know get uh, the motive should be you know to you know get more fans invested agreed so they have to book that uh, in that way so you know you can do so much of such matches you know in quick succession and because there will come a point when you know the people would be you know fuck it you know i am bored you know because in such quick succession you are having such matches of big proportions why you know there should be some urgency some story something you know so as to make it you know mean something there was no need you know absolutely agreed for a stadium stampede could have had blood and gut uh, or stadium stampede could have booked blood and guts for the pay per view but you know i would say something and you know the people at aw would be fucking offended if i say you know people are marks or you know something like that the fact is that you or know or you know or you know uh, they could have you know taken the the two faction of the paper completely probably but Uh, you know they could not uh, you know afford that probably because of you know how much uh, the people such as chris jericho are draws so they get the pay per view you know revenue in so there's that they could have you know booked you know one of the two matches they could have you know even if you are saying that the stadium stampede was probably more important so they could have booked only stadium stampede and they could have you know uh, stopped or probably stretched their long awaited you know this blood and guts match for the you know foreseeable future they could have had it with someone else in the future you know why having it you know now so there's that or and yes uh, they could have went the route of you know booking a random singles match for example we could have mj versus sami guwar yes why not but you know right now they are only you know focusing with regards to them as you know gang warfare or probably stuff like that probably you know i was wondering that you could have or this rivalry would uh, you know go into many stories you know like you know uh, shawn spears versus sami guevara ftr versus you know lax and probably jericho versus mjf but the fact is that they do not have such you know screen time they only have one show which is 2 hours so how the fuck can we book all of these talents so they are only going with pinnacle versus inner circle we can't do all these uh, you know stories right now because we also have other stories to book so right now we can only do this 
So, go. And you know the ma- matches you mentioned, you know, could be happening after the paper is done. And you know, uh, after you know, who knows? Maybe the inner circle is no more. Uh, I, you know, suspect the likelihood of it, uh, you know, very small. But let's see what happens. I had, uh, you know, prediction of some sort, but uh, you know, I was not able to express it. That was that probably, you know, Ortiz would be the turn coat that he would, you know, probably betray the inner circle. Because Ortiz was, uh, you know, not seen on the mic uh, in the build-up to the, you know, the show. So I was very curious that why isn't he speaking or, you know, it could be the reason that he's not good on the mic. Uh, you he know. can't speak. He can't speak. So, but, you know, they didn't give him a chance. So, or probably they edited it out because probably the material was not good or stuff like that. So, I was curious probably, uh, you know, so I thought that probably Ortiz would, uh, you know, he is not, you know, trashing the other uh, team. Uh, Probably he would be the one who would betray the inner circle or stuff like that. So, but it didn't happen, you know. And even... Uh, you know, there was a one complaint or probably something like that because I have been on, uh, you know, the pack or the team of the pinnacle. So I didn't see the pinnacle that is the heel team or the villain team in dominance for a period of time on blood and guts. So how are they booking them? That is a very big question that the team is, you know, it is having such people who are talented and, you know, they are the villain, understandable. The other team has Chris Jericho and other people. They are probably baby faces or probably tweeners or probably the people who are anti-heroes. But the anti-heroes were in complete dominance. But yes, they, you know, they did the right thing by giving Pinnacle the victory. So that was the saving grace. But Pinnacle was never in, you know, dominance. Never for a prolonged period of time. So, you know, how would you see them, you know, as uh, villains or probably heels or whatever? So is there egos? Is there an ego clash that they don't like each other and, you know, Chris Jericho wants to, you know, fucking, uh, you know, be in complete dominance even when they are baby faces. So uh, they want to be fucking NWO 2.0. So what is, uh, you know, the, you know, mindset? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, And what you said, I think that's pro wrestling 101. If, you know, if you, you know, speaking about the match, if they are not yes. looking strong, but they did get the victory at the end. <clears throat> yes. But if you want to want to say, you know, if you want to make, uh, say, Wardlow strong, if you want to make FTR even stronger, uh, if you want to yeah. give Sean Spears some credibility, then, you know, they could do in 
in some form individually but uh, as a make the you know the faction as a whole little stronger mm. yes even individually i have not seen uh, you know anything that could make them you know uh, you know make us invested or even see you know them as you know fucking you know legit threats No. let's see man let's see as of now mjf ftr they are you know established they look great <clears throat> at they at what whatever they do uh <clears throat> shawn spears and even wardo i think they need to up their game a little bit yes so uh let's get to orange cassidy versus pack man so this was you know uh, we had world title implications uh, for this one so the winner gets kenny omega double or nothing so uh the match you know was kind of different from what they had at revolution uh and you know we had pack you know dominating for most parts and uh, there was a point i think you know pack uh, accidentally knocked out orange cassidy uh, with that uh, high angle power bomb and uh, uh, we would see at the uh, we would come to the conclusion of this match so i think there was a botch and it came you know after cassidy was knocked out so uh, uh, the report going around is that the original plan was you know to in both of, both these guys to go to a time limit draw but after mm. the injury so they had to little improvise so uh we had you know callis coming out and you know trying to cause some distraction while you know orange cassidy was being checked by the doctor so omega came in knocks out you know pack with a with his title so now both men are down so uh orange cassidy is being checked on the other side but referee you know aubrey edwards uh decides to you know count out both men so double count out uh, nobody wins here so omega was gloating that uh not not now that both men have lost you will be you know quote unquote getting a time off at uh, uh, double or nothing so here comes tony shivani and he comes up with the breaking news that tony khan has decided to book a triple threat at uh, double or nothing it's going to be pack orange cassidy omega for the championship so omega was not pleased with uh, with the decision and he decided let's go back to winnipeg that's basically it <laughs> so uh i would have uh, taken you know a singles match uh beat uh, cassidy or pack at uh, double or nothing especially cassidy a singles match with cassidy would have worked you know we have full crowd and that crowd like we have said repeatedly on this show that uh, yeah. a full house crowd makes orange cassidy the superstar is yes absolutely but you know that could uh, you know the fact is that when there is a triple threat scenario so that probably many at times you know gives you the leverage so as to you know uh, ensure that the other people are you know saved from being caught and caught in the words of the iwc buried many a times or their stock going way down 
you know that probably saves them if they are in singles action uh, you know scenario in comparison to you know when there is a triple threat scenario triple threat scenario uh, many a times also gives you uh, you can say the leverage if aw gives them uh, you know triple threat uh, or three way matches have you know no disqualification uh, that was uh, you know a thing in wwe i have uh, i remember if aw does have that thing so then you know the good brothers could also you know uh, give dividends and they could you know probably ensure that omega wins the match so that would you know make sure that pack and you know cassidy don't win or a, so, or uh, is it uh, that you know they didn't wanted either pack or cassidy to lose you know in in short to uh, i think they want to protect both these two and yes. wanted to go through a no contest or something like that yes absolutely that is also true make sure that there is no uh, you know clear winner because they have to protect both the guys and they are equally talented in their own ways and they are equally strong contenders in the eyes of the crowd so they they are making sure at uh, you know on dynamite and also on the pay per view as well but still man i would have taken a singles match over this absolutely singles matches are you know highly entertaining absolutely i would agree and you know uh, with regards to the you know said you know botch or say, uh, you know the accident you know uh, a thing happened <clears throat> you know was it uh you know impeccable selling or probably cassidy hurt him uh you know with regards to you know uh, him being you know uh, with his move it was at at the start of the match he hit uh, he being orange cassidy he hit back with the you know beach break so after that pack was clutching his neck for a prolonged period of time so i do not know that if it was selling or probably he was hurt in real so uh, and if also if there is you know uh, heat or probably a different attitude with regards to both the contenders so there could be because the fact is that if you go to the past that uh, there was a guy named Enzo More and there was a guy named Neville on uh, you know 205 live so and there is this situation so we knew that uh, there was a scenario where you know Neville or Pack so he was put in a position that he was taking such losses but the other guy that is Enzo was a huge draw that is why he was holding the championship belt and he was a draw we know that 
that is you know clearly an established you know fact if you do not know you can go out there and you can you know get the numbers so he had a you know a bad taste in his mouth he being neville or pack so he you know went home and he you know wrote his contract out because the fact is that he is talented he is hard working he is you know great in his own right so he didn't want to you know subject himself to the shit that was happening so he you know he went away because he didn't want to you know uh, work in that scenario so here he was given a situation that he is working against orange cassidy and it the match is going to a draw so if you are on the if you are wearing the shoes of pack you can you know have i am not saying he has and i have the information no i am saying that you can have that perspective here that i am going to give this uh, you know fucking guy a draw you know he is a huge draw agreed and i am giving here a you know a match that is going to a time limit draw and then i am going to face kenny omega in a three way match which i should have uh, have a singles match because i have beaten him in you know previous competitions i guess one or two times two times you know so i could have that match and we would tear the house down so right now i am having to deal with this guy and i am having a three way match why just because he is a draw he will draw fans kenny omega is not a draw that is established in the recent past of uh, you know the ratings of aw and even uh, probably impact in the uh, tv ratings i am not saying the pay per view bias absolutely not so probably after the beach break that happened it aggravated pack and he started targeting orange cassidy with all his uh, you know fucking frustration then he was doing the submissions he was trying to choke him out he did the missile drop kicks and the missile drop kicks you saw they were targeting here and they were uh, fucking you know hard as hell if you saw it he was you know hitting here it was multiple missile drop kicks i am going very long i am very sorry about that but the fact is then after that you know uh, the thrust kick happened then it was uh, probably someone said that it was the you know mistake of orange cassidy that he should have gone back before he shouldn't have gone forward to the kick he should have gone backwards so it was probably cassidy's uh, you know mistake so then it happened and then he got with the power bomb power bomb was also or liger bomb also what was with such high you know stack that it did the fucking deal that he was probably half out he being cassidy after the thrust kick and the liger bomb it you know did the whole fucking deal so there's 
you know fucking that so now we got a triple threat and uh, we could expect you know this to be a great match uh, in all of the other matches that will be on that paper yes uh, i would agree that it should be you know it is a triple threat match with three you know talented individuals and you know i would expect that it should be a good match and they are saying that it would be you know uh, the main event so i would expect that it should be a good match so uh, from that we you know we get to uh, i think we, i forgot about christian k so this guy also had a promo here so you know uh, so he has been you know uh, he'll be part of double or nothing in that uh, casino battle royale that they do for double mm-hmm. or nothing so uh, he is in so he was talking about team taz so you know they have you know a small ongoing feud going on so uh, then we you know uh, he's interrupted by matt sidel so they go a little back and forth and uh, matt sidel challenge uh, christian cage to a match i think it is going to happen next week something like that and i uh, i have a assumption that christian cage christian cage is a clear winner for that battle royale mm, i would agree with that too Uh, except if uh, you know they have signed some guy and they would throw him in in the battle royal uh, so it's it's regarding the main event so i think aw will go you know so somewhat lightly on this situation mm. you know they did with, yes yeah they the uh, you know Uh, the situation that you talked about they kind of did it last year with brian cage mm. i'm not wrong yes they yes. could do this uh, this year but you you also you already have a, a big guy in christian cage so you can easily trust him in that main event scene so they already you know teased a potential match between him and yes. omega so i mm. think instead of climbing the rankings just giving this title shot if they want to Mm. Yes, they can do that, and then he would have the match, and we all know uh, who would be you know as uh, if you were you know booking a lengthy title run. So then you know Omega would be you know winning, but the fact is that yes, uh, it would be a very you know competitive match. It was it would be a great match, and then uh, you know we can expect after that. you know the surprise arrivals you know with let's the see. likes of whoever <laughs> let's see if, if if christian is winning i hope you know the fans accept this win and he doesn't get no, no, out of the bit christian winning a <laughs> christian winning uh, okay uh, the battle royale yes yeah hope the fans accept it or he's getting booed out of the building <laughs> uh, uh, let's see i would expect that uh, he would be accepted <laughs> so uh, we had uh, a squash match involving thunder rosa so she uh, had a short quick uh, finish uh, i think she beat i don't get the name who was this was some uh, it new was, it was jasmine elior and she is probably one of the students of her 
promotion that is i guess mission pro wrestling i think so so she beat her in quick fashion so mm-hmm. commentators say are saying that uh, not only she wants the aw women's championship she also wants back the nw women's championship as well so let's see where that goes and i hope you know i want to see a you know rematch between serena deeb and thunder rosa but then you know the double or nothing card is already stacked so do it on a dynamite instead yes do it on a dynamite instead absolutely and uh, you know she would be having i would expect a match you know in the recent future against you know the new champion that uh, the new aw women's champion that would be brit baker has to be because yes because she has had a victory over her so you know yes i expect brit baker to have one back over uh, thunder rosa but yes it would be a great match absolutely so you mentioned uh, brit baker here so she had a little sit down interview with jim ross so you know they talk about uh, the small history between her and shida you know dating back to last year when you know shida uh, uh, busted out uh, busted the nose of brit baker so she said uh, the second time around she's going to not just beat shida but you know take the women's championship from away, away from uh, shida so uh, nothing much here but i think you know if you want to build towards this feud i could you know uh, it could help you know if you, you you know give the mic to shira you could do a little face to face between shira and brit baker it, it it doesn't have to be in front of a live crowd you can do it in a backstage segment because we also Straight i think up. yes we also need to hear the perspective of uh, shira as well and you know you could do the you do this in a similar way you know they did with orange cassidy versus jericho uh, all that months ago remember they mm. could do that but you know i don't know if they are willing to you know have that much you know investment in the said Uh, feud with regards to that yes we know that uh, probably they have uh, you know given that character of uh, you know shida that the, she is a warrior she doesn't speak much but she is all about action so probably that is what they are trying to sell we have not uh, they you know uh, aired a segment uh, in this uh, said interview that was probably a forbes you know photo shoot or some kind so they said that you know brit baker you know confronted shida or something like that and they had a pull a pull off or something so i can understand that yes uh, they are doing that yes it should happen on such stuff can happen on dynamite or something like that sit down interview they could try should they could try it they could try it but you know how they are uh, you know perceiving that character and uh, what is their investment and you know how much do 
they you know think about her oratory skills that you know do they you know translate to the crowd as as much as they as they do or should we you know keep her as she is that is you know a warrior who you know speaks with her actions and we should only give the mic time to uh, brit baker let's see let's see how it goes uh, let's quickly get into the main event then uh, derby alien was miro this was for the tnt championship so you know they showed you know a little uh, video package for derby so he was talking about miro saying what has he done since he has gotten to aw nothing just playing games etc so i think they also showed the footage of him being dropped by you know uh, both scorpio sky and ethan page last week uh when he was uh, thrown down the steps so um so uh, what you think about this match overall uh i thought that it was a great match uh you know miro was the perfect foil for uh, darby allen and you can say that uh, darby was the uh, beloved baby face for this match and miro has come from the land of titans pun intended titan towers and he has been undefeated in singles action and still is and uh, you know we can say that uh, his arrival has been underwhelming but you know you can't deny that uh, you know the guy has potential you know and you know it has been you can say shackled in the company of you know sabian and penelope but now the fact is that all the chains are off after uh, you know the you know assault two weeks ago and now uh, he won championships and you know the there was the match booked this week and you know he got it and darby has become one of the biggest stars of the promotion loved by all you know mentored by sting and he has everything and he is uh, you can say become everything that he wanted but you know his time has come the assault from miro pre uh, bell was fucking unforgiving some can say uh, it was fucking phenomenal <laughs> but the fact was yes it was fucking unforgiving and you can say the throw as you just mentioned from oligo ethan page and scorpio sky last week down the stairs and the relentless title defenses from you know darby allen have got up to him and you know it was time this week the time would have been this week or it would have been you know next week and the time was you know this week and it caught up to him and miro i said probably two weeks ago or three weeks ago that you know probably hit uh, it hit my mind that yes miro would be the one to dethrone you know 
Darby Allen, because they would build Miro as a fucking tank, as a fucking threat, and he would be built as such that he would have a successful, you know, run being undefeated. So there's that. And I would not have expected anything less from him and from the bookers as well with regards to his character. And we also, you can say, expected this character to come about when he arrived, he being Miro on AW. So now his character has now, you know, taken full manifestation. And now he would go and he would destroy anything in his path. So there's that. There was a great flurry at the end from Darby Allen, but it was not enough. Please, it was not enough. Please talk about that two piece suicide. The guy, the guy literally bounced off Miro. Yes, literally. He, he did. He was bouncing around throughout the match, but then it was Miro, you know, throwing him here and there. But then that fucking suicide. Only only two guys in this business should be allowed to do that. Darby Allen and Ray Phoenix. Nobody else. <laughs> and and when it comes to Darby Allen, they also, you know, did a somewhat of a you know spot with Sting, so saying that uh, that they are buddies, buddies, something like that. You notice that, right? Yes, the the fist bump. bump. Yes, and mm. we also had the uh, Page and Sky attacking Sting uh, mid match. Yes, yes, the job log, and then they ran away. Uh, on the same leg that they targeted uh, some odd weeks ago. Yes. So they would come back after the match you know, and attack Sting again. And then the Dark Order came out. So yes. Miro is the new TNT champion. Darby Allen, I think his title reign was better than Cody's. Do you agree? Absolutely. I would agree. He has, uh, you know, become a main event, you know, star with regards to AW and you know, uh, fucking phenomenal. And, you know, he has also, you know, uh, made, you know, people invested in him with regards to his character. Yes, absolutely. And with regards to his performances also, highly entertaining and, you know, brilliant stuff. And right now I would expect that uh, they are, you know, probably booking a tag team match, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page versus Sting and uh, Darby Allen at probably double or nothing. It seems like uh, that way. It's a conclusion, I could say. It could. It, it's a conclusion as of now. Hmm. Let's see. And, Probably you know, that would be the way to go. So, at the uh, double or nothing card is stacked. You know, I think they are waiting for two more big matches. One is this tag team match, and another a potential TNT title match. Mm. Which yes. you know they kind of teased it. I think you noticed uh, floating around the social media that Lance Archer came out to challenge Miro. 
Yes. But you know, wouldn't it uh, hurt a little bit, uh, you know, that uh, Lance Archer losing, you know? Yeah, if, yeah, I get uh, where you're going from with this, but if, you know, if they want to do this match, either, you know, do it, you know, after the pay-per-view. That would be better, if, don't you think? Yes, uh, you know, uh, I get your point and it also makes sense because it is a TNT championship. It is not uh, for the pay-per-views. Uh, or, or if you want... TV championship. Yeah, or if you want, you know, Miro to be part of the paper, you you know, you could do some segment, or you know, you could do a, a normal squash match, <clears throat> just to fuck around. Yes, yes, absolutely. And also, they can, uh, you know, uh, do a backstage segment with uh, Lance Archer and Miro in some shape or form, or maybe you know, an interview segment or some sort, so as to you know get the fans invested who have bought the pay-per-view to see your show. That, you know, the match is happening on Wednesday and for us it is Thursday. That the match is happening, watch it. So, you can do that, absolutely. And with regards to Lance Archer, you know, being the opponent, that also makes sense because last we saw of him, he was on the side or you can say he was uh, you know, a little buddy-buddy of some sort with, you know, Sting. Uh, so, you know, it only makes sense that you know, he goes after Miro. Or, you know, they could do a situation, you know, uh, involving all six guys here. Maybe. They are they are planning to do, you know, a tag team match. You could add uh, Lance Archer and Miro to that situation too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could do that, but that would be very WWE-esque. <laughs> I think that this uh, this tag team match, you know, is you know the least favorite uh, match on that card if it gets there. Yes. Mm, highly unlikely, but you know, let's see uh, what they are. Uh, uh, I think. I think. To do. I think we will talk in depth about this whole tag team situation that's going to happen at Double or Nothing next week. Next week, yes, absolutely. And just uh, one more thing. The thing that they do, uh, they did uh, with regards to this match, you know, sending out or I should say, you know, Dark Order coming out to, you know, to the aid of Sting and uh, Darby Allen. That makes sense. Probably I have said in the past at some point of time. That is that this thing is very, you know, missing in WWE uh, when I, you know, was probably watching that, you know, there is, we see that the heels or the villains, they, you know, attack the baby faces when they are, they have a numbers advantage. But 
you know that there are a lot of baby faces backstage but they do not come to the aid so the fans are you know a little out of uh, the perspective that you know they can come and say even if they are not you know your buddy buddy or your uh, you know fucking tag team partner you have a conscience so you can come and save them so if dark order are such uh, you know people who come to the aid and they have a conscience that they are baby faces if that is what the uh, you know concept is here and i think that is so that is with logic and that is brilliant stuff so full marks uh, with regards to that you know so yeah man that was dynamite and uh, before we leave we can this guys find you uh guys you can find me on instagram and twitter at avimaniac and uh, i am currently working with an independent wrestling promotion in india called wrestle uh, square and you can subscribe to my youtube channel at avimaniac you can find slam up wrestling on twitter at slam up w instagram at slam up wrestling and if you want to catch this review in audio format you can catch it on anchor and spotify as well this was the aw dynamite review and we'll see you guys next time